Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Children were brought to Jesus, that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked them, but Jesus said, Let the children come to me, and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After after he placed his hands on them, he went away. The Gospel of the Lord. My brother Paul works for one of the largest home improvement companies in the world. He rubs shoulders regularly with the CEO, which means he is close to becoming one himself. He said recently that there is a list of books that people pay attention to that CEOs read, and that helps people to understand the CEO's thoughts and the thinker himself. Incidentally, by CEO, I don't mean Christmas and Easter-only Catholics, those Catholics who only come to church twice a year. A real CEO shows up for work every day, maybe even daily Mass. Just like my brother reads the books of his CEO, So I read the books of those people that I admire. And the people I admire are those who write books themselves. (laughs) In other words, what are the writers reading? One of my favorite authors is C.S. Lewis. And one of the writers he read himself was George MacDonald, a Scottish Presbyterian minister who lived in the 1800s. So like my brother, I bought one of George MacDonald's books called Unspoken Sermons. If there is one recurring theme in MacDonald's writing, it is that Christianity is all about being a child of God. Is it any wonder that C.S. Lewis, his uh, protege, his most popular books are a children's fantasy series called the Chronicles of Narnia. That is, the student has learned well from the master. Here's how MacDonald describes being a child of God. He wrote, that such is the mercy of God that he will hold his children in the consuming fire of his distance until they pay the uttermost farthing until they drop the purse of selfishness with all the dross that is in it and rush home to the Father and the Son and the many brothers. Rush inside the center of the life-giving fire 
whose outer circles burn. In other words, being a child of God is both easy but also hard. How is it easy? Well, a child always enjoys his father or mother's love. A good father would take a bullet for his son. A good mother would stand in front of a moving train to save her daughter. But the best father, God, would give his only obedient son to save his other disobedient children, me and you. So being a child of God is easy because you never have to doubt your father's unconditional love. On the other hand, being a child of God is extremely hard. Why is that? Well, who do parents demand more from? Their own children or the neighbor's kids? Obviously, good parents expect more and better behavior from their own children. So too does God. And Jesus is exhibit A of being a child of God, who not only carried his cross, but also then died on the cross. George MacDonald also said, The Son of God suffered and died, not so that men might not suffer, but so that our suffering might be like his. Let me repeat that. The Son of God suffered and died, not so that men might not suffer, but so that our suffering might be like his. In other words, so that we might be a better child of God. And it is hard to be one. In the Gospel today, Jesus touches the mystery of Christianity by touching little children. As people brought their children to be blessed by our Lord, the disciples tried to discourage them and shoo them off. But Jesus said in Matthew 19, Let the children come to me and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And to that comment, George MacDonald would offer a hearty Scottish amen. <laughs> Who better than Jesus, the Son of God, would know that the kingdom of God belongs first and foremost to the children of God. And being a child of God is both easier and harder than being a neighbor's kid. Today, ask yourself what do the people I admire read for books? If you admire CEOs, then check out the list of books they spend their valuable time reading. If you admire old dead white men like C.S. Lewis, then pick up the volumes that spoke volumes to them. But if you really want to know what Christian writers read, then just pick up the Bible. Both MacDonald and Lewis were infinitely more inspired and influenced by the sacred scriptures than anything else they ever read. Why? Well, because the author of that book was the Holy Spirit, the only writer 
who never read anyone else's writing. Praise to be Jesus Christ. <laughs>